2: Creona, how has your week been? Mine, I started a new job Monday. Well, when I say a new job, it's exactly the same as the last, but uh, I'm no longer agency. I'm now a fully paid up, full-time employee. So I better not get lost and out of control. (music) lost and out of control by Enough's Enough from the new album Finer Than Sin. I think anyone who thought that the band wouldn't be able to cut it without Donnie V on vocal duties and indeed Johnny Monaco have most definitely been proved wrong. Finer Than Sin is just as good as any of their deemed classic albums although the Pistols God Save the Queen is uh, odd choice to cover. Took Smith and The Restless Hearts finally managed to release their debut album in the shape and form of Ballad of a Misspent Youth. I say debut, but there was a full album that was recorded before Ballad. Uh, We've already heard the fruits of it on the What Kind of Love three-track single. Unfortunately, as I've previously mentioned, things went a bit south for Took and the rest of the band. And uh, they parted company with the label and said album was shelved. Hopefully one day it will see the light of day. In the meantime, this is Girls on the East Side of Town.
0: A little bit wild, a little bit crazy They'll surely play for a fool I know you think you got a shot in the dark Angled up with
2: Mentioned this before, but next Friday, as in the 25th of November, future streaming, downloading, and non live rock radio UK listeners sees the release of the Black Halo's comeback album, How the Darkness Doubled. And of course, it is the day before my birthday. I've already aired the lead track off the aforementioned album in the shape and form of Tenement Kids on episode 882. Well, to paraphrase David Coverdale. Here's another one for you.
0: Mr. Black Heroes, you'll see the Armitage on a paranoid squirrel Song. Mr. Armitage, we are needed. Oh
2: Jones and the demo of Death of a Salesman that formed part of the two-track digital single that Mr. Jones put up on Bandcamp a couple of weeks ago. Last week, I said Shinola, the other demo, was worthy of inclusion on the last Michael Monroe album. With Salesman, I sort of can hear Munro singing it, but I'm not so convinced. To be fair, Bitch has said these are home demos that were recorded with either the Black Halos, who you Heard beforehand with Better Days or the Munros in mind Or just seeing where they fell I'm hoping uh, to be able to purchase and hear more on next Bandcamp Friday Remember kids, a song is for life, not just for Christmas Here's the Ruts DC and Counterculture, the title track from their brand new studio album
0: I get just before I'm even dressed I must confess it's a very testing time Stress, because i money We gotta stay untied, get unified You see the coming days are gonna be our last But we've been burning bridges, now they're burning fast What happened to the counterculture? The dream, the soldier, the lies they told you What ever happened to the voice of freedom? That kept us free, then did we stop believing? Know what you don't know Nobody without blame We gotta break the chain And stay in the game My soul feels sick I gotta fix it quick I must confess It's a very testing time I'm on a ledge Falling over the edge Losing a grip Of what's left Of my mind they're gonna be our last Women burning bridges now they're burning fast What happened to the culture? The dreamless soldier, the lies I told you What ever happened to the voice of freedom? that kept us breathing
2: The ruts dc camp last saturday after it was discovered that free tickets have become available for five of their uk dates through the hrh live website well when i say free there is a five pound booking fee, but uh, that's still a saving of uh, 25 quid obviously the band are a bit pissed off for loyal fans who have forked out the full price as soon as the dates were announced, similar thing happened with the Damned. Original price eighty quid. Near at the time, nineteen pounds seventy six pence. Uh, it could be that the promoter is just trying to get bums on seats, um, with punters playing over the odds for uh, for beer, which is uh, where the venues, the O2 Group in this case, will make the real money. It's difficult to separate the winners from losers. I suppose if you get a ticket for a fiver and don't drink, you're a winner. I remember when you could pop out the O2 Islington on the premise for a fag break. I don't smoke. Go over to the Glassworks Wetherspoon, get a cheap drink, then pop back in. Yeah, they soon got wise to that and uh, had a designated corralled smoking area that you couldn't leave. Uh, Tom Crosley, he of the phobics, the snivelling shits and contributor to the Paranoid Squirrel in his Phobic Foible, guys. I should really bring that back. I did have two intros to choose from, but I lost one, uh, only leaving me with toyers.
1: Welcome to the latest thrilling edition of Phobic Foibles with Tom Crossley, here on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. Talk about born to lose.
2: We'll hopefully get our collective heads together at Rockaway Beach 67 next Friday. Anyway, Tom messaged me to ask if I knew that a Cinder's LP featuring Johnny Thunders was coming out soon, to be honest. I hadn't, but I was, you know, quickly on the case. It turns out that Left for Dead Records are putting out a super deluxe Double vinyl LP. Yes, digital fans, it will be available on ones and zeros. CD and download. Called All Killer, No Filler, open brackets, 1977 to 2001, closed brackets. So digital, much to my annoyance, has four bonus tracks anyway. It pretty much does what it says on the tin, although it's not a definitive collection. Uh, present is the uh, seven-song super single The Living End 7-inch, but the band's second album, Retour à l'envoyeur, that thankfully, for me, was reissued on CD, as the pronounceable Back to Sender, Revisited, is only briefly touched on, along with uh, Do the Sender Thing and Goodbye Cruel World, if at all. But with 27 tracks, yeah, I haven't gone through them all with the albums crossing off which ones are on and which ones aren't. Uh... All the tracks were picked by main man Phil Marcades and uh, features a seven-song live set with Johnny Thunders on guitar. It's out today, so head over to theparanoidical.com, click on today's show notes and then on the senders and you'll be able to order a copy for yourself. This is Devil Shooting Dice. Tom also corrected me with regards to the neurotic outsiders. Of course, Andy Taylor didn't play in the band. It was John. Uh, Tom was very kind, saying it was an easy mistake to make. But hey, if you're going to cock up, cock it up spectacularly. Uh, To redress my error, I'm going to play a track from Andy's unreleased 1989 album, Nobody's Business. Why this record has never seen the light of day is beyond me. Former White Snake guitarist Bernie Marsden plays on the album, co-writing a handful of songs with uh, BA Bang Bang Robinson, also co-writing with Andy. Bernard Edwards plays bass, Tony Thompson drums, with Mickey Moody adding slide guitar. I mean, what's not to like? This is Who You Fallin', Jimmy Boy. And the Black Crows, as you may recall, the UK subs have called time on touring after next year's European and UK. It's gonna be festivals and short, long weekend affairs. As we also know, time has been called on new studio albums. Hopefully, singles and EPs, even if it's just digital, will be recorded and released. In the meantime, Cleopatra Records will be releasing the Rooms Splashed with Blood (1980, 1980, 1982, 2008) box set featuring unreleased live recordings, focusing on the classic core lineup of vocalist Charlie Harper, guitarist Nikki Garrett, and bassist Alvin Gibbs. Each concert comes packaged in its own individual CD sleeve with a full-color booklet containing extensive liner notes written by Alvin. The press release says of the 1980 gig ferocious and to prove this warhead from the set has been made available i think ferocious is the wrong word to use for me it would be too organized chaos
0: this one's for a type, at the well through a barrel of a gun Are you ready? It's this day thing-
2: Supporting the subs at the 229 Club in London on the 2nd December are menace. Last time I saw them was for Finn's Tribute Memorial 100 Club gig, with as many members across the band's history playing. This time, Noel is front and centre, hopefully with guitar that he must have left at home when they played the 100 Club. With Simon Edwards occupying the drum stool, along with Dave Jenkins on bass and Peter Bradshaw on guitar. From the band's re recorded of Classic Menace Tunes' Test of Time, this is I'm Civilized. Let's crack on with this week's covers Corner.
0: covers Corner.
2: As last week's seemed to have taken over most of the show, i dialed it back to only three for today. I wasn't the only one suffering from Covers Diarrhea as Steve Vincent's last mystery city was splattered with them. Must be something we ate. Anyway, up first are the Jim Slips, whose debut album, Rocking with the Rennies, has just been reissued by Optic Nerve Records. The band, who hail from the east end of London, barged their way, I'm going to read this from the press release, barged their way into the post-punk scene in 1981. They openly embraced drinking, pie and mash, monkey boots and double denim right from the start, often credited with being the first female oi band. They brought so much more to the table with their punky 60s-influenced girl pop. Now, as you know, in the 80s, I shied away from anything to do with oi, misbelieving links with extreme groups. Over the years, I came to realise that this was uh, most definitely not the case. Don't believe everything you read in the press, kids. The Jim Slips covered Susie Quattro's 48 crash, which sounds remarkably like this. (laughs) Recently became social media friends with one W.M. Titsworth, the fourth, who records under the guise of Emperor Titsworth. The emp has a YouTube channel that has he's covered the likes of uh, SOD, Lords of the New Church, GBH, COC, Depeche Mode, and the list literally goes on. One that caught my attention was his recording of Broken Bones Seeing Through My Eyes. Broken Bones were such a great band to see life from 1983 right up to uh, 1987's Fuck Off and Die LP. After that, the band became sort of more metal. Uh, Broken Bones pretty much morphed into Discharge in 2014, which was uh, no great surprise, but I'd love to hear those classic tunes played live. D.D. King, a.k.a. D.D. Ramone's stab at hip-hop in the shape and form of Standing in the Spotlight, was at the time roundly slated, to be honest. It's oddly hip-hop or rap. I mean, The Crusher made it onto the Ramone's last studio album. Jeff Palmer, he of The Connection and The Guts, has taken upon himself, along with the help from uh, Kurt Baker and Brad Marino, to record the whole of Standing in the Spotlight. Uh, It doesn't wildly stray from how DD sounded, but for me, uh, Baby Doll sounds like the song that Phil Spector craved on End of the Century. Here's Jeff's version. Johnny Thunders on guitar. Am I right? Or am I right? Actually, I can hear the Speedway's covering it. Right, taking us out of this week's show is the brothers themselves and censorship. Until next week, take it easy. (laughs) You don't need me to tell you that that was the Ramones and Censor shit from their first album on Radioactive Records, as in Mondo Bizarro. And the first to feature new bassist CJ. For me, this is heralds the band's fourth and final phase. The first was uh, the original of Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee and Tommy. The second was when Marky joined. Third, Richie. 2.1 when Marky returned and the fourth when Dee departed and CJ joined, from sensor shit to censor shipped from Lucifer Star Machine. <laughs> Like Last week, we're now into hour two, and like last week, it's because I've just got so much to play. You, I haven't actually mentioned to Rock Radio UK station boss that there is an extra unaired hour just in case he wants me to make it a regular occurrence. Last week's one hour uh seemed to uh, be taken up by uh, Covers Corner. On,
0: Corner.
2: Thank you, Barton. I have over recent months, been plundering the Cheats and the Street Walking Cheaters' respective covers albums. So I thought, yeah, I, you know, I'd play an original from each band just to, you know, remind you that they are great in their own right. After the cheats And give up the ghost From their cussing Crying and carrying on LP You heard Because I played Ain't It Summer By the Street Walking Cheaters From their last album One More Drink A band that Aren't averse to the odd cover Are the City Kids Who have uh, put out The shit that we like And the City Kids EP That are chock full Of covers The band are on the cusp Of releasing a brand new album Filth that you can pre-order over at their website, a link to which is over at uh, theparanoidscroll.com. In the meantime, from The Things That Never Were, this is No More Heroes That Isn't A Cover. never work is a very apt title as some of the material was earmarked for the main grains album that never was with jj taking his tunes to the city kids staying with some interconnectedness i've been reading the extracts from danny mccormack's once a wild heart always a wild heart autobiography now i know that there are three truths your truth my truth and the actual truth with all three sometimes bearing no resemblance to each other whatsoever. But I have to say, I have been really taken aback at his treatment whilst in the Wild Hearts. However, as I said, there are three truths. Uh, Like I miss seeing Broken Bones live, I also miss seeing the yo-yos. It's an idea. As we've already seen CJ, Rich and Scott reconvene on stage for a few songs, would it push the bounds of probability? If we were to have Danny on bass, CJ guitar, Rich drums, Scott also on guitar to play choice cuts from The Yo-Yo's, Honey Crack, The Jellies, Grand Theft Audio and the Sinatras I'd pay good money to see that was unavoidable due to you know geographical constraints, Jeff Stretfield would be a worthy substitute. Hey ho! I have very strict rules when it comes to book reading. Once I start one, I must finish it before coming on to the next. Sounds obvious, I know, but uh, I was literally only on page 22 of Billy Idol's Dancing With Myself when Jeff Drake's Guilty, my life as a member of the Joneses, a heroin addict, a bank robber and a federal inmate arrived from the States. Please don't ask me how much this shipping was, but it was eye-watering. So now I want to speed read Idols just so I can get to Drake's. You know, first world problems. Uh, the gig announcement of the week came on Wednesday with the news that Iggy Pop with some Paul from Blondie and Generation Six will be playing the Crystal Palace Park in July next year. The draw for me, apart from it's you know a short bus ride away, is Generation Six. Billy Idol, Tony James, Steve Jones, and Paul Cook. I mean, what's not to like? Plus. With Glenn Matlock playing in the Blondie, that's three quarters of the pistols on the same bill. Remember how I told you uh, how I will get on the verge of a nervous breakdown trying to procure vinyl to keep my collection going? Well, same thing goes for tickets. I did manage to secure one. Pricey, I know. Uh, But what made me laugh was someone on social media crying that it's on the same day as they're seeing Motley Crue. Ever get the feeling you've been cheated? And Frenzy, the first track to be taken from his Every Loser album that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops in January. Before that, it was the Joneses and their cover of The Professionals and One, Two, Three. So Steve Jones will come over here for Generation 6, but not The Professionals. Yeah, all, all, all right, Barton. Yeah, yeah your, your, your point's been made, yeah. And before that, it was Generation X and the Win Stanley mix of Kleenex from the band's self-titled Deluxe Reissue. Here's Nosebleed and the title track from their just-released Dance With The Devil album. I saw Nosebleed supporting Janus Stark at the Hope and Anchor in September last year. Nosebleed have once again been supporting Giz and the boys for a handful of dates. And if you're in Newcastle uh, area tomorrow, well, actually it's today now, they're at the Little Buildings. You won't be disappointed.
1: In a world where we are forced to hide Where we can't make love Unless it's in the night Violence acts take place Every day And they happen in broad daylight What rolls mine But to keep alive I reflect what's here In front of me I won't tell people how to feel Not to preach and try and Not to leave To reflect what I see is real What grows mine But to Keep alive At who Who decides
0: It's crap.
2: album Seeing them live to support it at the arches under waterloo station it seemed only sylvain sylvain was enjoying himself everyone else looked like they wanted to be somewhere else however i have been revisiting it and uh it, you know it's got better with age before i sold my soul to the junk man it was janus stark and shoot me if i don't have the right from there face your biggest LP. From the Live Live in Paris CD, this is the Backyard Babies and UFO (laughs) Romeo. We advance ever closer to the two-hour mark with Barton and Venice Uber on its way. I've still got time for more music now. Grunge ended, or at the very least, stalled a lot of glam bands' careers. Some tried to adapt with uh, various degrees of success. After Foster Pussycat split in 1993, Main Man Tamed Down formed The Newly Deads, which was uh, much more industrial. In 2006, two versions of Faster Pussycat toured Tames, which still kept ties and elements of uh, an industrial sound with original members of Brent Buscat, Eric Stacey and Brent Bradshaw playing the songs live as they were intended to be played and heard. Fast forward to now, and there is only one Faster Pussycat, the one with Tame on vocals this band are on the twenty eighth releasing a double A sided single. One side is an original in the shape and form of like a ghost, with that uh, no hints of anything industrial whatsoever. On the other side is a cover of the Heartbreakers' Pirate Love that you can count on will be part of next week's Covers Corner. <laughs> Mind you, having said that, it was originally uh, on the B side of Nola. So I'm sure I've already played it. Oh, well, well, I've got a week, if not seven days to find out. Out of this week's show, are NY Loose, a band that featured Danny Nordle on bass, who also plays said instrument in Faster Pussycat. This is Bitch. Until next week, take it easy.